welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered, where no topic is off limits. Hey, welcome everyone to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Um, I'm Diana, and with me is... Kendall. And Ashton. Hey, we're back. Mm-hmm. We've been on a little um, vacation time. We've all took some time away uh, with our families, and uh, just after the uh, three months ago, you know, we went to, uh, started this brand new work, and it seems like it's been a year, but <laughs> it's, only been, it's only been three months, uh, but but the enemy has come in like a flood, and um, so we said, well, we're going to just take some time before the end of summer for school starts, and um, and just... Get away. Did y'all enjoy your time off? I did. I don't think it was long enough. <laughs> nope. It's never going to be a long week or enough. two. So everybody went to the ocean, and I, and I was in the ocean. I was uh, on the uh, northwest side. I went to the I went to Alaska, and that was cool. So fancy. Um, and uh, you guys were in Florida and then down at the Gulf, and mm. was it nice? <laughs> Just the ocean. The you don't like the beach? Nope. Oh. Not even a little bit. I don't even mind if sand gets in places that it's oh, supposed to yeah, get. Oh, yeah, I don't really love that. I don't care. I just love the sound of the ocean, and I and, it, and just to look out, and it's just open. I love the sound, but that's what they make sound machines for. Yeah, no, but that's not the same. You can't smell it. You can't, like, smell the salt. Mm, it smells and, like fish. And hear the little, you know, yeah. Okay, I'm not traveling with you. But <laughs> not the ocean. <laughs> I love the lake. I'm a lake girl. <laughs> I do like the lake. Yeah? Yeah. We need to do a camping thing. But anyway, I'm cool about that. Y'all ready? You're refreshed? Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. So let's talk about today who our adversary is. Because I think that we, as Christians, we... <laughs> we kind of um, shrink back from talking about the devil yeah. because we don't want to give place to him. Um, but he's very real. Mm-hmm. And so since Jesus' first act after he was baptized is to be led into the wilderness to combat the devil, I think that that's something that we understand, that once we step out into a new thing, we're gonna. We're also gonna have to combat him, mm-hmm. and so if we don't know one that we have an adversary, we're never gonna two understand how to defeat him, right. and how he operates and all that stuff. So we're gonna take some time, not to glorify him, but to glorify how much Jesus works in our life every day, and gives us tools to combat him. Okay, mm-hmm. so when we understand that we have an adversary, the adversary, his whole definition is that he's very antagonistic. In- agnostic and he wants to always come and what still kill kill and destroy destroy, right so when he comes to kill means he wants to take you out he wants to steal he wants to take away everything that you that god has given to you and then he wants to destroy he wants to destroy the plans and the visions and purposes that god has inside of you 
and that God has planted there on purpose. We know that in the beginning, God said, I'm going to give you a plan. Here's your purpose. I'm give you the, the vision. You're supposed to write the vision down. We talk about in Habakkuk. So when we write down that vision, what happens? The first thing that happens is the adversary comes to do what? Still killing the shrimp. Yeah, all of that. He comes to say, regardless of what I see on the paper, you're never going to see it come to pass. Mm-hmm. That's his job. And so what we have to understand as Christians, those who are in right standing with Christ, because there's a definition there, let's just interlude this, in that being a Christian means that I'm in right standing with Christ. Sometimes my adversary comes because I open a door for him to come, and he's permitted to come in and do those things. And then there's a time where, it's because of the call on your life that he's so adamant to come and kill, steal, and destroy what God has purpose for you. And so a lot of times what we want to say is, let's stop and say, am I in the middle of this because I opened a door to it? Or am I in the middle of this because God has a purpose in it? Remember we talked about, I know in a, in a preparation, um, audio thing, we did the podcast we did is that we talk about how God, um, can use what we go through to get us to the next phase and that the enemy, though he comes to, to destroy us, God takes a purpose out of it and turns it around, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing. If we understand that that He in, in all of this, the, the enemy's plan, what he comes to do is to injure us, which means he is going to cause physical harm and cause damage, right? Or he comes to overthrow means he wants to bring about a downfall or destruction or ending um, ending what God has purposed in us. Or he wants to confound us. He wants to bring confusion. He wants to bring delay. Because if we become confused and perplexed about what we're doing, what's going to happen? Okay. We're not going to pursue it, right? Mm-hmm. So have you ever, either one of you, I want you to take a time to say, have you ever been in a position where... The enemy has come against you. And and what is it what do you feel like when you're in the middle of that, what does it make you feel? I think for me, I I think I can get in the kind of confused state of I think there's there's a big deal of acknowledging that it is him, right? Because if not, then we're looking completely at ourselves. We start getting discouraged. We start thinking, we, you know, I can't do this. You know, I've, I told you all this week, like, I'm ready to throw in the towel on some things, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think when we don't – and I, I, I'm trying to get my thoughts in order, but I think that is where – where you have the line of don't acknowledge the enemy because we don't want to give him any credit to acknowledge him because – then you have a right to overthrow him. Then you have the authority over him when you can say, hey, I see what you're doing, and now I know that this isn't something I'm doing wrong or you're just trying to kill, steal, and destroy, and so now here I am, and I, now I have something to stand on to, to say I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more oftentimes than not, I get in the headspace of I'm not good enough, I can do this, because it's what he wants us to do. He wants us to get into this spiral of all the things that we aren't um, because if we get to that point enough into all the thoughts, then we just, like she said, we won't pursue what the Lord's asking us to do. So, right. It's just kind of me. <laughs> um, I feel like I've noticed his attacks way more than 
especially coming into ministry. And um, I feel like knowledge is power. I've always believed that when you're knowledgeable, it's hard for someone to like pull the wool over your eyes. And I feel like he's really good at that because no one goes deep enough to gain knowledge about the enemy because we have to have like we have to know his tactics. And so for me, I've really noticed him a lot more, mostly since Cash and I have been prophesied over. That's when he's coming in. Like I got the knowledge of where we were supposed to go and like what we're supposed to do. And the enemy's like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> you, nope, you're not doing that. And so then it's like, OK, then you start to question. This is what he does for me, I guess, again, with confusion, like. Well, did they really hear that right? Not only do you question your... Maybe they meant... Yeah, but then you begin to question other people who are walking in their authority, you know? So I feel like that's where he really gets me. And even acknowledging, sometimes I feel like I can just, like, hear him laughing at me because I can be like, I see you, I see what you're doing. He's like, but do you really? Do you really Mm. see? So I feel like that's... I don't even remember the question. That's just where my head's been. Yeah. You know, just. I feel like that. Go, what you said, like knowledge is power. I mean, it's biblical too that people perish from a lack of knowledge. So mm-hmm. when we don't have knowledge of the enemy, we perish. We die. Right. We shrivel up and don't take ground. We don't take our authority mm-hmm. back. We don't do what God's called us to do. Why? Because we don't even know. We've you been, know t- we've been fighting taught, like, don't talk about the devil. Don't give yeah. him any credit. And it's like, but wait a second. I have to know about him in order to have authority over him. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, and that's the point. And, that, and that's why we're, that's why we're going to talk about him today. Not because he's all that he's not, it's because we let him be all that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we have to learn to get into position where when an attack comes, cause it's going to come. Okay. Especially in ministry. You know, first thing I told you guys when we started this walk was that the enemy's going to come in like a flood. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And if you if you don't have, you know, the guts about it, the authority in it, then he's just going to rip and shred you apart because he's going to come and try to do that. That's the first thing he's going to do. And he has rightfully so done that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of us, mm-hmm. he said, yeah, you know, let's 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 try that, you know. Let's see who you think you are. So my thing now is that we recognize who he is. We know why he's coming and how he's going to come. Now we've got to talk about how are we going to combat him, okay? So we're going to go ahead and take our commercial break in the middle, and then we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. If you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833-576-1168. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab Sow a Seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318, Forney, Texas 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. Thank you for your seed. We do. We do appreciate those who are giving and and who are helping to help us to move forward. Um we're going to have some things to talk about uh, possibly in the next couple of weeks uh, as we're trying to move forward in this. Y'all know right now we're meeting at a movie theater, um, and it has been uh, a challenge, uh, especially for uh, these girls because they have to, like, uh, load and unload and load and unload and, and all of that, all of the equipment that we use. But um, but nevertheless, God is opening doors for us, and, and we want to thank Him for that. And thank you guys for giving um everything is tax deductible so 
Thank you for that. And if any of you, want, any of you know of anyone who has land for sale, um, please reach out to us on our website. And uh, that information was just given. So anyway, back to the enemy. Um, and I know that this is going to take us into a couple episodes because what that then suggests is that we recognize where he's coming in, okay? So one of what I, we talked about on Sunday um, when we were teaching was how he comes into our mind. Mm-hmm. Everything comes in and is filtered first into our mind. And so a thought comes. A thought comes and begins to become marinated in our in our heads. And we will think about it and think about it and think about it. And we're going to think about it. And we're going to think about it some more until what happens. We're either going to capture that thought or we're going to let it marinate in there until what happens. We begin to speak it out of our mouth or we begin to act out on it. Have you ever had a time where... The enemy brought in a thought because it all is going to start in your mind. Every single thing that he does starts in your mind. And when he begins to do that, what do you do? What's the best thing to do or what do you find yourself doing? Sometimes it might be two different things. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm kind of in the thick of that right now. Just the Lord's preparing me to take the thoughts captive. I remember actually on Sunday, I was sitting in the restroom. I I went to the restroom and for some reason I had this like overwhelming thought that River, my youngest one, walked out of the door behind me. She wasn't behind me, but I just like, you know, that's how the enemy comes in and just plants weird things that she walked out behind me. And then that somebody just came and snatched her up. Mm -hmm. And I like for a half a second, I thought about it again. And I was like, nope, I take that thought captive. Mm -mm. And then it didn't, it didn't stay there. It didn't linger. You know, Mm -hmm. I took it captive, gave it to the Lord. You know, he does what he does with it. But more often than not, I find myself thinking about it. Because sometimes, can we be honest to say that we don't realize it might be the enemy planting the thought and we, we might've planted it ourselves or we, you know, go through all these rabbit trails and come up with our own things. And so, yeah, I, I need to work on taking the thought captive because <laughs> I like to marinate those yeah. thoughts too often. Yeah. I'm not too good at taking the thoughts captive. <laughs> Let's just be real. <laughs> I think there's some people that will listen and think, yeah, um, I have really, really, really horrible, intrusive thoughts. Just things I don't even think we should share on the air because it's just what he does. He just mm-hmm. he knows how to get us and he knows And so sometimes when I lay at night, I'm just like, Lord, you know, I can't go to sleep like this. And I really just need you to take this. And I know I need to get better at, you know, I have that authority. I need to do it. I need to say I take that captive and throw it away. And I think it's just a learning process. You can't beat yourself up. You know, in the beginning, I would like beat myself up because I wouldn't take them captive and I would just feed them and feed them. And then your anxiety rises and then depression comes in and it just takes you to a whole, Mm -hmm. that little thought can take you to such a dark place Mm -hmm. and so I think it just takes practice and now I find myself when I do think it like okay don't let your heart rate go up just Mm -hmm. calm down and then I take it and I'm I'm throwing it out I'm done so Mm. I think there's so much more we can go into with capturing our thoughts right and Mm -hmm. time always goes so fast when we're together but one thing that I always want to say and if you hear baby in the background that's fine she's just getting getting prepared for her nap but (laughs) Um, but that we have to learn 
We're in a process. None of us are there. No. None of us are going to be there until Jesus comes back. And we need to give ourselves some grace about our where we are right now. Because we're not where we want to be, but we're not where we used to be. I love that Joyce Meyer used to say that. She said, We're not we're not where we used to be. We're not but we are headed to where we want to be. And as long as we're taking steps every single day, then God honors that. And so I want us to continue in the next episode um, talking about how to capture these thoughts, how to bring our mind and our thought pattern into submission to what the Word of God says. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to negate that. But as we leave this episode, we want to leave you with our our, uh, motto. So go show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And go be Jesus today. Hey, SDU family. Thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.